BTCC is back at Brands. Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Uh, this week, we're, well, we're, I say we, you're off to Brands. If I'm it, off to play golf. It feels like a piece of me is missing. I know. But you're taking your better half. Hopefully. <laughs> it feels like a piece of me is missing. <laughs> Sorry, she doesn't listen. Yes, no, I am off to Brands this weekend. You've decided to go and play golf. I haven't decided. It's my dad's 70th birthday. It only, only comes around once, really. Yes. So I kind of have to do something a little bit special for it. Plus, it's been planned since Christmas. Although, and I couldn't help the BTCC calendar. In many ways, 71 is better than 70. <laughs> But oh, yeah, it's more of an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm going on my own this weekend. Well, if I say with my better half, as you say. Um, it'd be the first time in, I can't remember how long, we've done an event, gone both together, but completely, oh, sorry, one of us have gone oh, and right. not the other. Well, yeah, it's been a long while. Um, I, I don't think since we started the pod we've done it. No, I don't think so. There you go. But yeah, maybe I'll set up a rival podcast this weekend. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I think it's. Should... Well, you're playing golf. <laughs> okay, the weekend of racing. I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm going to be interested to see what updates you're going to give me along the way. Well, see you... if there's some good races. You've not the got horizon. a tablet built into your golf club or something. No, I right? haven't. Oh, okay. um, but I will be catching up with all the action on Monday. Hopefully, and I can only hope to give you updates if the signal is anywhere better than Doddington's Doddington's oh, yeah. signal, which was appalling. Yeah, every time your phone says you got four G, it's lying. It was, yeah. or even a bar of signal, it was yeah. lying. To yeah. be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, but are you looking forward to it? I love brands. Yeah, it's it's one of my favourite circuits. It's not the favourite, mm. but it's definitely up there in the sort of the top three circuits for me, um, and probably the top ten world circuits where it's just it's hard it's fast and it's racing to the absolute limit which i absolutely love mm. it's such a good track for that i think what makes it better for me as a track is especially on the indie layout is a shorter more compact you can almost see all the track yeah. from most view view van- or vantage points should i say um and it changes every single lap you yeah. you can almost guarantee there to have been at least one or two pl- positions swapped yeah from one lap to the next. It's absolutely wicked elevation changes mm-hmm. as well. Probably the most severe we see on the grid. Yep. Um, as in terms of throughout the lap, obviously you've got the big drop at Donington, but yeah, you, you've got ups and downs and yep. what have you. And traffic is a real big problem or problem or interest here because you're very quickly lapping cars, which can make it mm-hmm. a bit more interesting, particularly when Paul Rivette, as an example, did that little oh. bit of Pirouette. Pirouetting, <laughs> rivetting, pirouetting <laughs> yeah. at Paddockfield Bend and Colin Turkson nearly T-boned him. Um, yeah, exactly. It, it's exciting racing. There's some exciting corners. There's some fast corners. I mean, even Paddock Hill is a 100 mile an hour plus corner, which is... That's full commitment, Paddock. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a mental corner. And to think that sort of like back in the day, F1 races yeah. would have gone round there. Um, Rip the nose off now, wouldn't they? Go? Yeah. Because you yeah. don't see it on the telly. It is so steep. Like so you, steep. You, you hear the skids of the bottom of the cars, the skid yeah. plates hit it as they go down. It is a really interesting circuit for that. It must be a nightmare to set your car up for as well because you've got to be prepared for a level of damage to the skid plates and bottoms of the car. Yeah. Um, it's, a, yeah it's a really exciting track. I'm looking forward to it immensely. Ten Corners uh, debuted in 1958. Uh, circuit length of 
2.21 miles, which seems a bit longer than perhaps I thought it was. Mm. I could run around that, do two laps, three laps, and done a 5k. Oh, okay, I'd like you to see run. R- like to see you running down paddock and then back up to Druids. Momentum. <laughs> uh, the qualifying record was set in 2016 by any guesses? Plato. No. Shedden. No. Turkington. No. Oh, okay, I give up. Ingram. Well done. I'm sure he'll take that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure all the accolades this one over the years will bear <laughs> pounds in insignificance that you've applauded him on this qualifying lap <laughs> record. Uh, his record is a 49. For, for, there, a 47.9. Uh, and race, this is quite interesting, set in 2011. Blimey. By? B- Matt Neal. Correct. Hey! Would you like to give me a rough guesstimate of the time? Uh, a 48.3. You're bleeding close. Am I? 48.49. Oh, fair play. Well done. That would have been in the Civic. Yes. Yeah. The uh, dominant Civic back in those times. Um, Most wins here? Now, you told me this, or did I guess it? Was it Plato? It is Plato. It is Plato. Number of wins? 26? On the nose. Someone's been doing their research. Oh, yeah. Do we expect him to get a win this weekend? Not from my side. Nor mine. No? But I think he'll be closer. I think you might see a a sneaky podium this weekend for Plato. Well, you mentioned Plato. There is a little bit of the news that goes along with BTC Racing, who, of course, uh, are housing him for his final season. Uh, They've had a slight livery update. Um, They seem to have put a little bit more colour on the car. Um, much more gold down the side for the Rich Energy sponsorship and a little more colour on the front with the, the blue and pink. Yeah. What do you think? I don't like it, personally. <laughs> I, I like a smart livery, and I think BTC have consistently had a smart livery. It's always been quite subtle. Yep, and I thought the first time out at Donington, it was a nice livery. Mm. It was very smart, looked look the business. I'm guessing it might look a bit cooler when it's going by in a blur. You're going to get this sort of gold dash as it goes by. Um, not if it's broken down by the side of the track, though. True. Do you know who's <laughs> providing the main sponsor this year? It's not kind of obvious, is it? Who's uh, the main sponsor at BTC yeah, this year? Yeah, it's, it's Still not didn't see any rich energy in energy drinks or anything from them. Well, I'm hoping to have a rich energy Yazoo cocktail this weekend, <laughs> so I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> Finished off with a bottle of hooch. A bottle of hooch, just to, you know, <laughs> as a chaser. That's not the only piece of news before we go into the weekend. Uh... As we all know, Jack Goff won't be at Team Hard this season and they had to formally pull the car out of last time out at Donington. Um, but they said that an, an announcement will be made shortly after, and it was. And Will Powell will be the driver taking on that seat for, I assume, the whole season. I assume nothing with, yeah, with Team Hard, but yeah. Neither of us got this one right when we predicted. I think I put all my money on Jiggy from memory. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I was looking at probably Bordley, wasn't I? I think you were, yeah. I think you were. So, um, so yeah, this is this has come a little bit left field, to say the least. Um, his racing career is fairly short, actually. Um, he's done sort of like GT Sport Car Championships, done a little bit of F3, Brick Car... Um, some radicals and some 24-hour racing. Um, he's a qualified race coach, um, which is the Association of Racing Driver Schools. Um, so hopefully that shows a- an understanding of how to work well on a circuit and not be in the way, in the wrong places on the track, especially going through qualifying at Brands. You want to know where you can get out of the way. He's done TCR as well, which is 
yeah. very quickly, I think, going to replace any of the support packages, the feeder into touring cars. Yes. And I'd very, I wonder if we'll see TCR added to the actual um, support rate, official support races in the next couple of years. Mm, it'll be interesting. Um, he In 2021, he won the British Endurance Series uh, Championship in the McLaren. Um, and in the same year, as you said, he did some TCR racing. So he hasn't really been out of racing recently. Um, so I would hope that he's not rusty well, too he's, much. He's done some testing for the, uh, for the Team Hard and the Cooper as well for the touring cars. So hopefully he knows his way around the car yeah. a little bit better than you know, your, your average sort of driver coming into it. And we'll just have to see how he gets on. It's always difficult to come in to a championship late as yep. we've seen in the past. Obviously, previously, you'd end up coming to the Championship with Max and Ballas for the first round. Ballas no longer existing. I wonder if you'll have no hybrid this weekend. Quite possibly, what although it, it'd, be, it'd be kind of backwards to have no hybrid because you need to learn how to use that system effectively. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether there is any penalisation for coming into the Championship late or whether it'll be just left to get on with it. Have to wait and see on that score. So, okay, moving on to the weekend itself. Brands is normally quite a good hunting ground for the front-wheel drive cars. I think it's fair to say. If we look back at 2021, uh, race or the pole sitter was row bottom. You're getting all the questions right tonight. I had to pull that one from the back of the brain. You though. sure did. Uh, race one was then Oliphant, Shedden, and row bottom. So obviously, real drive car won the race, but he had a good start. Didn't good he? start, but two front-wheel drive cars on the podium. Race two, Ingram, Sutton, Oliphant. So Ingram in the heavier front-wheel drive car managed to pull himself to the front. If I remember rightly, Ingram was looking really racy in that second race, wasn't he? He had a possible push to pass on Oliphant, which mm. then allowed Sutton and uh, Sutton three past him. Yeah. Although the stewards decided it wasn't a push to pass. Yep. And then race three, Morgan, Goff and Moffat. So I'm slightly undoing my front-wheel drive claim, but it, it's certainly a mix of, of drivers on the podium. And in 2020, Camish, Sutton, Ingram was race one. Uh, race two was Sutton, Ingram, Camish. And race three, Butcher, Ingram, Hill. So we did have a full front-wheel drive podium in race three. Mm. So, yeah. Honda Civic tends to go well here, and this is too hot. <laughs> and it shouldn't be too hot, as there is whisperings of rain this weekend. <laughs> yeah, the, the forecast is suggesting that there might be a little bit of rain throughout the night from Saturday into Sunday, um, which would would mean that we'd be looking at a slightly greener track, uh, less rubber being down and maybe a little less grip for that opening race. Um, but there are a couple of support races beforehand that should clear any moisture. Heavy cars in Porsche and GT4s, which yeah. you'd have thought will clear the moisture. So looking into the weekend um, as a whole... Who, for you, needs to have a good weekend? It's an obvious one, I think. But Well, yeah, it kind of has to be Dan Camish, doesn't he? Yeah. After, after his unfortunate um, incident at Donington with that massive fire and qualifying, he never really recovered throughout the weekend, and I think only scored points in the final race. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see how quick that car actually is, because I, mm. I left Donington slightly disappointed with the pace of motor-based cars, considering how much testing they've done, how early they'd announced their business and how they got themselves sorted and ready for the season seemingly before pretty much all other com competitors I was slightly underwhelmed on the day yeah I'd like to hope coming to Brands they've got a little bit of a history of being quick here you remember when uh, Butcher and Jackson were yeah. really quick although they got those punches they didn't yeah, quite get the setup were. right and this is their home track it is and they say all four really need a good weekend for varying reasons Very you know, much so. say, Sutton and Cambridge both need to kickstart their 
uh, title campaign. I know certainly he's third in the standings, but I was. He had a quiet weekend, didn't he? Underwhelming. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see him making one overtake. No. But consistency is what brought him to the title last season, and I think he learnt that, didn't he? He did, although. I would say already Ingram looks ominous. Oh, very. Looks very like he's got that car so. hooked up. <laughs> and to be fair to Shetton, he had a very good weekend at Donington, Donington as well. Yep. Nose clean, two podiums, top three top ten finishes. Yeah. It's a pretty good start from Flash. Yeah. Um, another driver who I think will be looking to kick on, especially considering the pace that he showed at Donington, is Jake Hill. Um, obviously expelled or <laughs> excluded from the first race because of... Um, infringements shall we say um, and then going on to take the win in that final race it, it could have been a weekend of what ifs last time out I think he struggles this weekend Okay. we saw Turkton really struggle here last year in the BMW couldn't get through the field at all yep. um, obviously we saw Oliphant and Jelly have better better times of it last year mm. I've just got a feeling he's, this is going to be a tough weekend for Jake ok fair enough and, you know, we're not gonna. I don't think the boost is gonna have a great deal of effect here, given how short the circuit is and the limitations of where you can possibly look to use it. And I just don't fancy him this weekend. I don't know. I don't know why. It's just I've got the feeling that Morgan always goes well here. Yeah. Perhaps fancy him to do something. I don't know. I, I just think one of those three BMWs are gonna struggle this weekend, if not all three. I think there's gonna be an interesting dynamic going into qualifying. Team oh. dynamics. Thank you. Um, obviously, because this is the first qualifying session where we're going to have that limitations put yeah. on boost compared to championship position instead of having the ballast like we would would have done in the past. So, coming to a track like Brands, as you say, you don't think it's going to have too much of an effect overall. I no, I don't. So, do we see someone like Tom Ingram, who's going to have no boost available during qualifying still be up in maybe the top four, top five yes. on the grid. Yeah, I think so, because even with, with weight, Ingram has proven he can qualify well anyway. Whereas Kamish, coming into this weekend, he'll have all the boosts that he, he's allowed, and he'll be be using that at every single chance and opportunity that he gets. Will that be enough to power him towards a pole position? Well, he is my favourite for pole, I have okay. to say. I think that he's a weekend, he's got a bounce back, and I quite fancy him to do so. It goes well at Brands historically. We know the car goes with the brands historically. I think it's a safe bet. I think Ingram, as you say, will be in the top six comfortably for qualifying, yep. if I'm being honest with you. And then I think it'll be much... I don't think there's going to be any great surprises in qualifying, if I'm honest with you. I, I could probably pick top six would be along the lines of Ingram, Shedden, Sutton, Cook. Uh, Robo? Robo. Gamish. Yeah, obviously Camish's pole. And then someone from uh, maybe Plato, maybe... Butcher. Okay. Yeah. What? How do you think the newbies to the championship are going to um, going to handle this weekend? So obviously we've got Ash Hand who didn't score points last time out. Mm-hmm. Dexter Patterson didn't either. Um, I was more impressed by Dexter than I was Ash. If I'm being honest. Yeah. I thought Dexter raced nicely in the battle pack he was in. Kept his nose clean. There's 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 a there's something there. Yeah. That was more uh, sort of tangible than what we saw from Hand. The Hand didn't disgrace himself by any no. stretch of the imagination, but I was more impressed with the consistency of Patterson. And what about the standout from last time, George Gamble? Yeah, I mean, I, I expect Gamble to have, perhaps have a slightly quieter weekend this time round, just because I think that Brands is going to be, particularly qualifying, so close, because it's such a small, yeah. small circuit that little details are going to matter, and I think we might see 
a newbie struggle because of that, just because losing even a tenth of a second can be the difference between six, seven, eight places here. Yep. Because it is that way the track works. I just think that maybe the newbies might struggle a little bit to ring the absolute li- limit out of the car. Because I don't think that was as big a problem at Donington. Because I think that you could get away with a mistake or two or a dropped bit here or there. Yeah. I think every dropped bit here counts. A little bit more of a forgiving circuit. Yeah. As I say, because it's so short here and the corners are fast corners, generally speaking, apart from Druids. Mm. Momentum plays a, a yeah, big exactly, part. Exactly. You, you screw up Paddock Hill Bend, your lap's probably done to be fair until you get to the bottom of, of um, Graham Hill. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think that the newbies will struggle. Interesting to see how Creasy gets on this weekend. Decent, quiet but decent start from him. He'll be delighted to score, already score points, get those on the board. That's always useful. Yeah, I think keep an eye for Jelly. He goes well here, generally speaking. Keep an eye on him. In the break that we've had between the two races, do you think the teams have been sort of like focusing mainly on reliability, especially those teams like we saw Apex Racing have a really poor yeah. weekend. We saw um, laser tools, yeah, laser tools struggle, and we also saw Gazoo Racing struggle. Yeah, Gazoo, I think, will be fine. Yeah, I think part of those problems were self-inflicted as much as they were mechanical issues. I'm interested about laser tools because sitting on the outside with the departure of certain of his mechanics, it seems to be an absolute disarray. Mm. There's no leader. You had Rick Parfit who hadn't even turned a wheel before, and he did a decent job to be yeah, fair to him at Donington. Hadn't even turned a wheel in a brand new car. Moffat looked all at sea, if I'm honest, throughout Donington. I know he had issues, but looked all at sea. Dexter, as I say, did well, but didn't set the world on fire did, did very well for the circumstances but they need a strong weekend and you look at it who's going to provide it it's got to be Moffat that provides it yep very much so do I, try, do I believe he will I'm honestly not sure okay you you, you dislike Moffat I, I yeah go on as you say when Sutton left and he took his practically BMR um, engineers with him I think the team was always going to be worse off um, we saw how much the team struggled before he came in, and it's almost reverted back to that again. Um, and I don't know, it's always going to be difficult as well when you've got two newbies to the, that yeah. car as well. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Have to see how that goes. Jason Plato always says he's not going to get a win this weekend. He's, of course, got Josh Cook and Jade Edwards alongside him. Cook, good for a good... He normally goes well here. Yeah, Cook... Last season, Cook blew hot and cold, didn't he? I think that's probably fair for his entire BTC career, if I'm being yeah. honest with you. Um, and there have been a couple of seasons yeah, where he's got down to the last weekend and been in it there and thereabouts. Obviously, last last season, um, he had a wonderful last weekend, didn't yeah. he? Um, and did everything that he possibly could to finish third in the championship. Do I see another good weekend from him here? Quite possibly. Um, we know the Honda likes the circuit. I think Josh, as long as he's in the right rhythm, then we could see him doing quite well. Maybe nick a podium or two, maybe even a win. I think he wins the race. Okay. I'm going for my three race winners. As now's a good time as any to put them yeah, out there. Yeah, sure. I've got no... Well, I've got a real dark car, actually. I've got Camish for pole, as I've always said. And Camish cooking jelly. Jelly win race three on a reverse grid. He'll be there... I probably believe Jelly be there or thereabouts all weekend in terms of point scoring positions. You think he's going to have another one of those weekends where he finishes ninth, eighth, and tenth? 
No, ninth, eighth, and first. Ninth, eighth, and first. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> look, Jenny's really improved as a driver and become that consistent force that BMW need. Hence, why they promoted him to second seat. Now all of has gone. Yeah, it'd be very easy to, quite as easy to say no. We're going to go hill in that second seat and just run us two. Yeah, and they've given Jelly yep. a lot of trust. I think right, I think he's earned that trust. Yeah, and this is sort of if you're earmarking tracks where you want to do well and capitalise, I think Jelly would be putting big rings round Brands Hatch because he goes well here, generally speaking. Yeah, he does. And the BMW goes well here, generally speaking. Yeah. And last year when Turkson had his troubles, Oliphant and Jelly both did the business. Yeah. Very much so. So, you know, I think he is one to look out for. Your three race winners, as we're on the topic? Well, it's different to who I think is going to take pole. I think Robottom is probably going to repeat his feet and take pole. Um, I kind of want to agree with you with Kamish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other two, it's, it's difficult to choose. We know Butcher goes well. Uh, and if he's on form, if he's feeling like having a good butcher weekend, like he did at Silverstone last year, then he could like take a double win and a fifth or something. Um, but I'm, ha- I'm having him down for a race win. And then the reverse grid is going to be an interesting one. Um, we didn't see we didn't see too much overtaking. Of course, Thompson fell back through the field. Yeah. But apart from that, if you're at the front for a reverse grid, it looks like this season you might actually be able to hold the rest of the drivers off. Um, so I'm going to go for Lloyd because I think he'll be there and thereabouts in the bottom end of the top ten. Um, he looked fairly competitive at Donington. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he's just a pick pick from the air really for that third race. Chilton. <sighs> Chilton was unlucky last weekend. Was he? Last time out. Um, yeah, he, he finished 10th race one, I think. Um, yep. And then he had two lots of technical difficulties. Yeah, and so he, he was yeah. running he was fairly running well. competitively yeah, okay. yeah. along with Lloyd. Yeah, to be fair. Him, him and Lloyd were running together until he had those issues. Yes, it worked out wonders for my prediction from last weekend. But Chilton wasn't as off the pace as I thought he would be. No, that, that's, that's fair. Um, Jack says... Winner this weekend. Oh, well, Gamble surprised us last time out, didn't he? Yeah. And I think I might go for him again. Okay, I'm going Thompson just because I think Gamble will qualify worse for the reason I yeah. gave about little errors costing. Yeah. And I think that he may then struggle to make up positions for the races because he's going to be in and around a lot of drivers. He's going to have to try and overtake a lot of veterans, possibly. And being amongst it, which yeah. he might struggle on his second weekend. I mean, he might very well not. We very much know that if you sort of like get shuffled out at clearways, you could get shuffled about three, four, five, six positions in one go. And you could try and be a bit too bold in Paddock Hill and end up yeah. in the gravel. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for Thompson. I think he'll be steady. I don't think it's going to be spectacular, but I think he'll be steady. And I think he'll score enough points to, to win the Jack Sears this weekend. Yep. My general prediction is that Sutton will not get a podium this weekend. Thompson was very quick in the mini last year, wasn't he? He yeah. was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, general prediction, Tom, uh, no podium for Sutton this weekend. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I think if Motorbase Home circuit and Napa go, go well, it'll be Camish. Okay. I'd Brands Demons. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to overcome his Brands Demons. Uh, I just... Sutton's not going to go hell bent to turn fourth into third. I think that would be the reason. I just don't think. Okay. I think he, at this stage of the season, he'll be quite happy to bank the points yep. and, you know, 
he knows how to win championships. Yeah, I think it's already shown with reliability issues. You know, if you finish a race solidly, then other teams and drivers could have issues throughout the season. To finish first, first you have to finish. Very much so. Um, I'm going a, a bit further down the grid. Um, I'm looking at Gazoo Racing, more specifically Ricky Collard. Now, last time out at Donington, he was looking on the pace when the car was actually working. So I'm thinking we could have three point-scoring races from Collard this weekend. If that comes true, will you dye your hair the same as his? No, I won't. Okay. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> and as you said last time out, I'm not sure how his dad allows it. If he wins the independent... Oh, he can't win the independence. Can't win the independence. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've no. got out of that one. You have. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think Collard might score three points. Three yeah, I think that's fair. This weekend. Uh, yeah, if Gazoo get that car hooked up, you yeah. expect them to be in and around the point scoring positions all weekend. I think that's. I think your butcher uh, prediction is is fairly uh, well reasoned as well. To be fair to you. Yeah. Okay then, predictions as in commentators. Oh yes. Shall we? Have another go at this. You didn't do too well last time out. I didn't do a, a period last no, time out. No. <laughs> a poor effort from me. Uh, first of all, words to the effect of it's great to see the blimp, isn't it? We've got the blimp this weekend. That's the breaking news, the most exciting news of the century. There's going to be a big hot air balloon style thing above the track saying Goodyear. Are you not thrilled? Think, Are you not entertained? I think it's fair to say I don't think I'll be missing out on much not seeing that live. Oh. I can take pictures and make it yeah, feel like you're there. Yeah, take pictures for oh, me, mate. Yeah. If you can get that little dot up in the sky yeah. that it'll probably yeah. look like on your phone. Yeah, yeah. without making something like a spy trying to take pictures <laughs> of overhead, overhead aviation, you'll be well away. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope that this, yeah, as I say, it, it's going to be there. They'll make reference to it, hopefully in the race, and we'll we'll go from there. We'll see if that works. Um, I think they might reference this weekend to be a, a bounce-back weekend for Dan Kamish um, because of how bad it was last time out, really. Fair enough. I'm going to go for a very specific word-for-word word one. Here we go. Which we have cleared before the pod. Heading or headed into Paddock Hill for the first time. As you've only got like three opportunities mm-hmm. to get that. I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As, I, we, I suppose yeah. as we head into Paddock Hill for the first time, yeah. Uh, we're allowed a little bit of room around the head part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Kenneth Williams? We're allowed a little bit of room for, for the head and then... Otherwise, it's got to be word for word. Agreed? Yes, agreed. Okay. But, yeah, it's a strange choice, that one. Um, I'm going to go for... It's not, though, because you can hear, and they're side by side as we head into Paddock Hill for the first time. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Look forward to watching them back. Of course, just to remind people, it's not just Harveyisms this year. It is no, it Addi- is Addison and as well. And that's why it's got gone okay. for. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm going to go for them picking out the wrong person who who has gone through the gravel at Paddock. That's Morgan. More, more, more. No, it's Gamble. It, it may not even be within the same team with these two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm picturing a Honda going through and then going. It's beat. No, it's actually a team like that's now. Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can see it happening. Oh dear, I can see that happening. Uh, and my final one is that there'll be along the lines of that's a Matt Neal like move at Clearways yeah, something it'll push to pass we all N- know that, nudge up the inside we all know that Matt Neal loved to pass at Clearways and you've just got to see as you say a little nudge on the rear to get yourself down the inside and that's that was very Matt Neal like yes mm. words to that effect you know. uh, and finally for me I reckon there will be a reference to uh, Will Powell and the fact that well, I'd hope so <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that um, 
it will be the car that Goff should have been in. Yeah, and to clarify the rules, the bingo starts from the green flag lap commentary where they go through the grid and yep. ends when the graphic comes up and Addison says something along the lines of classification yeah. one. Yeah. Round four then of the British Touring Car Championship. Yep. That that that's when it ends. Yeah. Can I have that for next week? No, because that's when it ends. <laughs> if you're having that for next week, we're gonna have hello. <laughs> Well, all set to go racing. Okay then, final thoughts. You're heading down this weekend. I am. What are you hoping for? Good service at IKEA. Lovely. As we're going there for meatballs. Looking <laughs> of forward to that. You are. Yep. Looking forward to that. So hoping for a good good evening at IKEA. That's on Saturday night. You it are staying indeed. down. Yeah, yeah. Teach la- you know, give the lady lessons on how to live the high life. <laughs> IKEA, meatballs, chips, lingonberry sauce, peas. Was IKEA her idea or yours? Uh, it's literally around the corner from the hotel oh, okay, so right, it makes right. sense rather than trying to get into the lakeside which we've found before is, oh my god there's no point that is possibly the worst thing about trying to go down to Brands is then going to lakeside and thinking where shall we eat oh no the queue's an hour long yeah. having been told this two and a half hour wait for Nando's was a personal highlight of my life that, mm. yeah Nando's is great but however the curry last year in the hotel room yeah it was good that was good, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway yeah so what I hope for I hope, I hope for rain I love Brands in the rain yeah bit of wind just get windy and that can cause problems. I don't want wind and rain but that's mainly because I'll be playing golf well you won't be playing golf in Kent though will you no true true Worcestershire for me yeah. and then you can play at Brands if you like <laughs> you might be chased away as you hit people with a golf ball but <sighs> yeah I'm hoping for good racing I mean Donington the season opener it's a little bit pedestrian for my liking which I can understand New, everyone's getting used to the cars there's reliability yep. issues it's expensive I get it Brands normally brings out a good bit of racing, and I'm hoping for that this weekend. Quite a few passes, quite a few incident points, and um, we shall see. And from a selfish point of view, hoping that Ingram still tops the championship at the end of it. I really, ho- I, I want it. I'll put my cards to the table. I want this to be his year. Yeah, he, he's very much the nearly man, and to have had such a good start to the season. Always the bridesmaid. Yeah, I think he he will want to kick on and practically take it out as early as he can yeah, this year. I wanted to go to someone that hasn't won it before, has worked his insert expletive here off to get where he is. Socks, mate. Socks. socks. Worked socks. his socks off. Worked his socks off. And he's a good ambassador for the sport. Although, to be fair, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily mind if Shedden won it this year as well. But we I'm should. just saying, Josh, Josh Cook hasn't won it yet. No. <laughs> Nor's uh, Morgan or Hill, both, no, are dark, both are dark horses. But yeah, we'll see how we go. Hope for a bit of bit of rain, bit of good racing. Hope for a Yazoo in the pit lane. We'll see if there's a bit bit of freebies on offer this time round. And maybe actually dredge have merchandise. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, they were a little short on merchandise, yeah. weren't they? I don't think everything had quite been released, apart from all the Napa stuff because they'd done it so early. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah I'll look round. Oh, yeah, see if I can find a jacket for you because you want a jacket. Yes, thank you. Um, there, we will be back. Uh, with a review probably later in the week next week because we have got to catch up after such a busy weekend that's always the trouble with going to the track is we have to catch up afterwards um, but we should hopefully have a podcast out for you by Thursday um, and enjoy your time if you're going enjoy your time on the sofa do remember though that it's ITV4 and ITV this weekend and if you're recording it, set your, set your set-top boxes to record on the right channels at the right time. I know we're closing it, but what do you think about that, just briefly, about being split? Oh, I, I think it could be brilliant for the sport. Mm, I agree. I completely um, agree. Because if someone goes, oh, yeah, there's a little bit of racing on in the afternoon, even if they're channel hopping, and they go, oh, what's this? Yeah. 
and it'll stop stop them on hopefully and the problem with ITV4 is it's normally showing Minder yeah so you're probably not going to search through because you're going to go oh, okay it's ITV4 it's <gasps> are we going to get different adverts I, I hope not I need to buy a new hearing aid and a new guide puppy and adopt a sad donkey so I hope not Oh, but dear. no, I think all jokes aside, yeah, getting an ITV one is a is a really good thing for the sport. As I say, yeah. I think you could more or like less get, as you say, the casual audience in. Yeah, I say ITV four generally shows Minder and stuff like that. So you or cop programs. I think what's going to help this weekend is there's no F one either. No, and there's no major football because the FA Cup final is the day before on Saturday. Yeah. So it's you know you've you've got the, it's a nice chunk there. Yeah. Unless you like to watch Last of the Summer Wine on a Sunday afternoon or. Or Songs of praise. Blog <laughs> it. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll be back with review pod next week. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 